This is an I Am Listening exclusive podcast. If you're sitting there feeling totally helpless, in the end, I don't think that's going to do you any good anyway. So I think if something matters to you and you're taking action to view that as a bit of self-care, definitely self-care for me when I get incredibly, you know, apprehensive and anxious about like you know the heat waves and the fires and the things that really really you're a doer though aren't you a doer because then that means that that's my way of being able to do something when i'm scared hello and welcome to this tread lightly podcast from us at the rainham eco hub my name is kaylee and i'm liz and this podcast is where we delve a little bit deeper into those conversations with local everyday heroes that are doing small and impactful changes We hope that you get as much out of this as me and Liz do and that you also laugh just as much too. So in today's episode, we talk about what it is that brings you joy. Discussing climate change and the loss of biodiversity can be a bit of a heavy old subject sometimes. And so it's really important when you're dealing in this space to try and make sure you find space and time for yourself to find the moments of joy and find the success stories. So today we're just going to have a chat about what it is within this space of environmentalism that brings us joy. Hello and welcome to this podcast of Tread Lightly with the Rain Amiga Hub with me, Kaylee, and me, Liz. Hey. You right? How are you? I am all right today. You all right? Yeah, how are you? I'm all right. A bit stressed how hot it is for October. Everyone's going, oh, the weather's so glorious, isn't it wonderful? Say that, Did you? Yeah. Well, it's just weird, isn't it? it? stresses me out. I literally went out today in jeans and a jumper with a vest top underneath. I lugged five million boxes. I was sweating oh no. and melting and I was walking around with a um, vest top on. Dread it. I literally hate it. It scares Disgusting, isn't it? And then like everyone goes, oh my God, isn't the weather lovely? And I'm going, oh my God, like it's terrifying. So trying to keep my head. So chatting to you and doing this kind of stuff is really good. We're looking for joy today. We are looking for joy. How do you find joy and get enjoyment when you are volunteering working taking action in a space that is incredibly heavy and scary and can feel a bit hopeless is that about right yeah because uh i think when we liz and i and a couple of friends went to uh the big one the protest in london in april april 21st in fact gosh that's etched in my memory it was such a powerful day for me right it was unbelievable wasn't it unbelievable but it was one of those things where It was really, really powerful for a whole million different reasons. But one of the things that I heard somebody say that might have been walking with us or in conversation with us, they were like, "Uh, there are five million things that I would rather be doing than this. Yeah. And I thought, mate, you have just, you've just spoken words that I have been, I haven't had the words to say and they're simple words, they're not profound, but Ultimately, when you're in a space where you're fighting for an injustice such as climate change, um, it's heavy, right? And it takes such a big, big toll on you. We go, I'm going to find the joy in a minute, I promise. But um, it takes such a big toll on you that um, you do sit there and think, 
yeah, well, I'm doing this, but I'm not doing it because I want to do it. Yeah. I would rather be at home with my kids, mm-hmm. down the beach, playing, do, you know, doing something that does actually bring me alive and, and yeah. bring me joy. But then I'm conflicted because actually, I don't know how you felt after the, the protest. But I mean, it was amazing, but I booked today's annual leave for that. I was just about to say, how inconvenient. I know. And, and why am I using a day's annual leave to go on a protest in London and Insane. spend 30 odd quid on the train and, n- and not be able to pick my kids up from school? but it still felt like the right thing to do but if you talk to other people would and you say would you take annual leave to go on a protest like understandably of course people wouldn't you know wouldn't necessarily through choice as well no one wants to have to do that but at the same time it was still the most uplifting incredible experience and I'm so pleased I did um but to step into this space because it needs stepping into Mm. means that there are some like crap decisions like that albeit we found we had an amazing day it's still like you say it's not what we don't we'd rather not have to do yeah and I think that you, um, using that example of you took annual leave to go on a protest, to put your voice with uh, over 100,000, by the way, to then not have any press coverage of that weekend. It's an insane, wasn't insane. it? Insane. The it only press like, coverage what? was... Oh, yeah. Um, I think that this pro- there was speculation that the protest was going to sabotage what? the marathon. Yeah, that is it. And everyone was like, we're not sabotaging the marathon. What the hell are you going on about? The press were desperate for there to be a problem and for people there to want to spoil something in London or to create an issue. Wasn't that the head of the London Marathon? He was like, no, no, it's been really all well organised, actually. And she was like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, in which case we've got nothing to report on Ain't got no bloody story. See you later. Instead of the 100,000 people protesting against you know yeah. inaction against climate change but yeah the the press therefore because there was no trouble yeah saw no story and it wasn't reported awful but you saying you're taking annual leave um it's kind of how we uh, come up with this idea of this topic for this podcast because a lot of people that are uh, within our circles in our community in Raynham that are involved in environmental work They work full-time, part-time jobs, right? In whatever sense that looks like, traditional or non-traditional. Busy families. Busy families. And yet they take annual leave. They take time away from, you know, family stuff. They take away time from this, that and the other to be able to give to this stuff. So how the heck are you meant to, like, sustain yourself? Yeah. Keep yourself afloat in all of that stuff. It's... A really important topic that I think totally. uh, I want to chat with you because there are little things that I have been doing, but you still get worked up and you get carried away, and then you have to rein it back in and stuff. But what do you? What's your? What are you? What are you thinking? I think if I take work life, home life, you know, if you've got something which really, really troubles you and you're really worried about and you're really passionate about and you don't scratch that itch mm. and you don't take care of something that matters to you, I think it will naturally spill over anyway. Yeah. If you're sitting there feeling totally helpless in the end, I don't think that's going to do you any good anyway. So I think if something matters to you and you're taking action to view that as a bit of self-care, definitely mm. self-care for me yeah. when I get incredibly, you know, apprehensive and anxious about like you know the heat waves and the fires and the things that really really you're a doer though aren't you a doer because then that means that that's my way of being able to do something when I'm scared but what am I hopeless so when you're anxious and you're worried and you're sad you're a doer and then when I'm anxious worried and sad what am I well you say that you go I'm a hermit yeah I do but then maybe you you know because I need to process 
but you take different things from this though in the sense that so answer the answer the question back then how how do you and why do you in your busy life find time to do this kind of stuff I I find time because I couldn't think of anything worse than my kids being older and then not knowing that I tried absolutely everything that I possibly could to make people see what's happening I think and so I absolutely will always make time for that as well as other things that are injustices that I fight for that I believe really really believe in but when it all gets a bit too much because I have realized over time I am an all or nothing kind of person (laughs) Ten or none. Yeah. I think you're very hard on yourself, but I think your own reflection. I don't think that's, yeah, not in a bad way, but like I do think I'm either all in or I'm not, and there's no real in between. So I go 100 miles an hour, burn out, got no fuel, and then I have to start back from the beginning and work my way back up again. And it's frustrating, but I need to work out what a healthy balance of that is. So I guess that's why. I mean, just having this conversation is like therapy, really. It's quite free, so yeah. helpful, isn't it? Yeah. But I think what you're probably better at than you realise you are is you will go and swim in the sea, go down to the beach. I love it. You, When we went to Whitstable um, earlier, didn't we? We went so and had nice. a away day and I was like, can we just, before we go home, can I just go and have a swim in the sea? And then, did you <laughs> say, a bloody dog. Got a leg scratch from a dog. She's not, like, no, not dog. just a leg scratch, mate. He like, he basically split my leg open. I know. And he didn't she really. She was like, sorry like, about that. And I'm like, she's literally bleeding from her <laughs> leg. <laughs> it's fine. She's in a zen space swimming oh, in the sea. So she's It was fine. so nice. It was actually nice. It but was yeah, so you're right. Nice. I can, I and now I can do that sort of stuff. And but, also like last night when we were around here talking about something different and you were putting your daughter to bed. And you're like, oh, let's watch a bit of telly together before you go to bed. And you're watching Project Camp. For anyone who doesn't know Project Camp, it is a person who's bought a piece of land in Portugal. And they are testing with these really clever people around the world, more sustainable ways of living off grid and like living more more at one with the land and stuff. And that is my joy. It's so lovely. And just to think that like you settle down and watch that with your kids before you go to bed like just watching like little off-grid like oh, that is cute, still a way that but... you're bringing your kids and like learning stuff at the same time and and that that's a thing that you're doing can we, can we just talk about project camp oh my god i need to get project camp on here do you oh could you imagine it's cool it's cool <laughs> that was such a good answer <laughs> um what's your favorite episode um I do like all the mimosa clearing stuff because in my head I go, don't cut the trees now. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. I was so confused. But me and my daughter watching that, Bella, we were so confused by why they were clearing it all. But it, Oh, and then they just find the little oak trees and the, nat- and the natural trees and they the protect nature. them so much. And the idea is that these mimosas of their invasive species. And they- mimosa a drink? Don't know. And it a cocktail? I don't know. Sorry, I cut you off. Go on, go on. <laughs> but they're cutting them down to basically allow the native trees to survive because they have huge forest fires that these um, invasive oh, species yeah. just catch fire yeah, so yeah. fast. And that is like the biggest fear for me is fire. So um, they're making it more sustainable and bringing nature back. So nature isn't isn't living within the mimosas. So I think that's been really interesting for me because it's been a really big learning piece because I go, just let the trees live. Mm, mm. But they're cleverer than me and they're more educated and they... I don't think they're more cleverer than you. Well, they get it. And so I'm going, like, thank you. That makes so much more sense. And yeah, I watch They explain it well. They do explain it very well, don't they? 
don't they? And they're like making like fire escapes so that it's not surrounded by all these invasive species. Oh, I haven't got to that bit yet, have they? Yeah, they're making an exit route for like if if the place sets on wow. if there's a forest fire. So how do they get out if it's surrounded by all of this stuff? And there's me in my garden Jeez. thinking I'm doing great things by like letting anything grow, but actually like it's no, been you are. Really, it's been really educational for me to go. It's okay to have some stuff that's yeah. not there, yeah, and stop, yeah. Yeah, so I quite like them ones, even though it's cutting trees down. But then you see them like just celebrating this tiny little oak and like building little protection yeah. around it. What about you? We've gone onto a Project Camp podcast. Oh, I know, right? I know, <laughs> but that's all right, right? Yeah. My favourite one, I was hoping that you'd ask me this. My favourite one is, um, I think it might be a new episode where they've, you know, they've made the toilet. They've I made a compostable say toilet. The toilet one. Um, of which I. None of my family are convinced by compostable toilets, but I am, I'm all for them personally. But anyway, that's another topic for another day. But they've put a new roof on it because they put a roof on already. And then, so, so the whole thing is they, they try stuff to see if that's, you know, better or worse or whatever. And they've now got a new roof, which they've made from cans. cans. Have you seen it? It's so beautiful. I love so it. So they, so they get like, it's say like a can of pop and they cut the top off and the bottom off cut it down the middle, like make it flat and then like weave them together to make this. It looks so cool as well, the yeah. different colours and stuff. Yeah, and I, and that's I, that creative brain to be able to, to do that is just so, he wasn't wearing gloves though. I mean, my literal, I, I was watching him thinking you're going to split your hand. I know. My nan used to go mad if I would put my finger inside yeah. the hole of a can <laughs> <laughs> and this dude's like proper slicing the thing off. But yeah, I mean, that, that brings me joy. So when I do go into my little hole, I do do that. Yeah. Whereas you then, you then go and do, you know, you need to get all this stuff out of your head, don't you? And put stuff out on yeah. paper and socials and stuff. And but that's is that, is, good. you know, is that... There's no the right or wrong. Way. I guess there is no. no. But it's a case of just not being shackled down by not being able to take action because you can't work out how to make it fit um, or feeling so overwhelmed because... Yeah, you've got nowhere to put that worry. Yeah. And so in the end, you end up doing nothing. How can you make it work with a busy family? And I mean, obviously, Project Camp with your kids before bed is like genius idea. But what other kind of stuff could you think you could involve the family in if you still wanted to get involved? I think like um, families around here are really good. at. I always see families, um, especially at weekends, going out little picking together. That's cute. And I think actually that's that's something that's something that I've learned, right, is that it's not necessarily just about you, is it? It's about you doing the stuff, but then that feeds into the other people that you love and that care about, that you care about, because they They're can see that, too. yeah, well, because they can see that they love you and care about you and they can see that that's important to you. So therefore you end up doing, you know, stuff like that together. I know there's lots of, um, there's been loads of like local tree watering uh, walks and stuff and I've gone along with Bella and the dog and that with that uh, so I think it's like doing stuff like that isn't it that kind of let the kids come and do it too come and yeah and so it's not it doesn't need to be oh you know we'll every single mum or dad will struggle with like this whole thing of you're relate to me I need to get a sitter I need you know I haven't just bring kids along mate chances are they will really enjoy it do you want to live more sustainably, but you just don't know where to start? Did you, like me, sign up for Veganuary and accidentally buy chicken sausages on day two? Does the whole eco thing leave you feeling confused and sometimes overwhelmed? If so, this is the podcast for you. Remember to check us out on our socials on Facebook and Instagram, The Raynham Eco Hub.
did a little beach clean at Minster a little while back and my son found like a shark egg case and I was like, that's a bit a plastic, threw it in the bin. Like it's like, I don't know if it's shark like- egg. They have lots of shark teeth down there actually. Is that what? Oh. oh no, I'm thinking of a culvert. No, ignore me. It was in Minster and it looked like a piece of plastic so I threw it away. He's like, it's a shark egg case. And I was like, it's plastic, so I threw it away because I'm a horrible person. And then went home and like he was like, this is it. Showed me a picture of what shark egg cases look like. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is. So we went back again to go and find some more shark egg cases. But again, that's him like teaching me that feels like plastic, looks like plastic, but it's actually like a shark egg case. That's and I'm so like, cool. oh, well, he taught me that. So he, that's really cool. But he has got that brain. He wants to be a marine biologist, doesn't he? Mm. So has he, uh, yeah, he's, I, I do think that... Um, I learn so much more from Bella than, yeah. than I can pass down to her, which is the way that you want it to be, right? Because ultimately they're going to be the ones that's inheriting it, stuff. And, yeah. yeah, I really love it. Uh, your your Bella's really good at vintage and my daughter is too. So she's 14 and she was showing me yesterday the kind of clothes that she was looking at with her friends on Sheen. And she was like, I'd love a dress like that. And I was like, fill your boots, go find it on Vinted. And she knows if she looks on Vinted, <laughs> is price, that a free ticket? It's a free ticket. Is that mum, you can buy what, I can buy whatever oh, I want. She can get round me like a <laughs> hundred times over. If she's like, I found this dress on Vinted and I'm like, put it in the basket. <laughs> We've just had the same conversation about have bikes. You? Yeah, because bikes, mate, do you know how much a bike it's is? It's mental, isn't it? Freaking insane. Anyway, he's gone on to Halford, so I think it is, uh, onto a bike shop. Other bike shops are available. <laughs> he's gone onto a bike shop and said, um, they do this, what's it called? Like a buyback scheme kind of thing. Yeah, but it's cycled to school, I don't know, something. And then they sell second-hand bikes. That's cool. So he, he was like, I'm never going to buy a £500 bike. One, I ain't got the money, and two, I ain't spending 500 quid on a bike. But because he's found it that it's second-hand, it's a couple Free hundred quid. Ticket. Fill your boots, it's mate. Mad, so it's the same it? thing, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. They, but she she wouldn't even think now you know anything of it well no but also if she was going to spend like you know buy five ten things on sheen she knows that i'm probably going to go nah but if she kind of goes or or any other website um if she goes down the route of you know looking for stuff secondhand then it's just an easier ride and just then becomes much more normal one of the other things that i thought was really cool um kerry who is like literally like the environmental expert she recommended a thing called friendly guppy guppy friend which you wash your clothes in and it catches microplastics from synthetic fibers i've missed this on the whatsapp group i caught the tail end of it tell me everything well it arrived today so i need to try it but what it looks like it's it's the size to fill a bag of your washing yeah and then literally the end of it like there's two little corners where it catches the synthetic plastic shut up that would otherwise go into the waterways and you just remove it as a piece of rubbish and pop it in the no bin. it's not I know. so i'm gonna give it a try but those kind of things where i think it was four five six quid away and it wasn't a huge amount of money that is gonna add zero extra jobs for me it's gonna add zero amount of extra time i mean i've got to pop it in a bag to wash it is it big then yeah because i thought it was going to be like i'm gonna to have to just put, put your knickers in yeah just find my <laughs> synthetic clothes and that was it but i could put a whole load in there i'll do a video and put it on the hub page but oh it's my. um does it work does it not i don't know but imagine if that works and then that is a way to be a bit more environmental doing nothing other than just putting it in a bag instead of so i'll report back on that but those kind of wins i love those kind of wins what easy things that you can just do without even thinking yeah yeah Yeah. oh my gosh tricky tricky isn't it what else what else can we do let's do one more thing before we wrap up super 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 easy win if you're busy working mum 
your hands are tied behind your back, you're feeling super, super stressed. I mean, I would just say project camp, project camp, project camp, because <laughs> until your brain is soft and gentle. No, I think if I'm honest, so things like doing this, right, talking to other people that get it, I think that makes such a massive difference and I know we always bang on about that but I think when you find your people it takes such a weight off yeah. your shoulders that you feel like you're not someone said this to me the other day like oh problem shared and all that and I thought it is though isn't it because then you kind of it's it's not it is our it is all of our responsibility but it's not solely our responsibility mm. we do need to share that with uh, the shoulders of other people around yeah. us so I think I think talking I think connecting I think if you are already doing things in your home with your family or without your family for you know environmental stuff you want to get on to doing more stuff because we had the community awards on Saturday and lots of people that um, had come along with the people that have been nominated going oh I'd really love to get involved in this and I'd really like to give more time I just you know everything's just so busy and I just don't know how to find time and stuff and blah 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 and I think that in Raynham we've got a really um, good way a good pathway by which if you go to yourself oh I would like to get involved but I don't really know what I don't really know what my thing is I don't know what my skill set is because that's that's part of the problem as well isn't it you go oh I don't really know who would want me who what could I do then we've got a thing called green drinks which is the first Monday of every month uh, we meet uh, in a local pub Uh, check out on our Facebook and socials uh, for the details for that but just going along to that and being able to say hey how are you you know and then you just you then you just get to meet other people that are doing other stuff and you can kind of see how that could like fit into and then it's a bit like a bug I will warn you isn't it I think it is because everybody's so so lovely and they're all there for the right same reasons which is they want to do good and they want they want where they live and where they work where they bring up their children to just be better yeah and also I think there's no one person that's saying that you know it's not like a job this is what you should be doing like everybody recognizes that everybody's got their own capacity everybody's got their own interests everybody's got their own trigger points and their own worries and their own brain space and so the nice thing about the hub is that people just do what they can do within their space it's very cool it's good isn't it yeah. It's a bit broad because I think um, I think it's really hard to describe on a podcast. But come along, come and chat to us because um, the one thing that I love is meeting new people. I love meeting new people and hearing how they found us and kind of what they want to do and what their journey is. I love, love, love that. So if that's you and you're listening, you're thinking, I'll pop along to Dragoon Drinks. Come along and see me. Yeah, be nice have a chat um thank you as always when we do these we go completely off at a tangent but i quite like these I ones do too. and it makes me feel so much better just having a chat just brain dumping it's big isn't it but it's big but it's also absolutely lovely it is so whatever you're doing in and around kent this uh weekend don't be scared by the sunshine try and take a little bit of joy with the people that you've got around you and i hope you have a wonderful weekend Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Rainham Eco Hub's Tread Lightly podcast. If, like us, you're trying to be more sustainable, then like and subscribe to get notified when we release new episodes, or even better, share with your friends and family. Hope you enjoyed today's episode, and thank you for joining us. Stay safe, keep going, and find us on socials. Cheers, guys. This has been an I Am Listening exclusive podcast. For more information, head over to our website, iam-listening.co.uk.